I clearly had no time to lose weight, <laughs> do my do my hair, get myself perfected, and then jump to it on a national TV show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wonder Lab Podcast. This is episode four. We are so excited that you've joined us today. We have our dear friend, Ashley Nam on the show today. She is a set designer, prop stylist, creative that make, wears many hats and makes beautiful things and is constantly inspiring others and everybody that she comes in contact with. She is a creative genius, in my opinion. And so we are so excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Ashley. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, thank you, thank you. Well, um, like we say on the Wonder Lab podcast, that one of our pillars at Wonder Lab is creation of God's sounds and sights. And since you're a visual artist, I thought we must have you on the podcast. So we are privileged and honored that you take the time to be here and take time out of your busy schedule. She is um, unbelievable. I wish that you could actually see what she makes, but we'll get to all of that a little bit later. So Ashley, would you just take a moment just to tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into the creative industry, how you have found yourself sitting across from the table, (laughs) and um, yeah, just give us a little intro about you. So hi all, I'm Ashley Nam. I am a prop stylist, set designer, small business owner, creative by trade, again, as Des mentioned, many hats creative. Um, I am originally from upstate New York area and currently live in the New York City um, surrounding areas now for the over, about a little over a decade, which I feel like now I can say I'm officially a New Yorker. Wow, absolutely. And to give you a little insight about how I started as a stylist, so my main background is doing more home decor, interiors, product-based styling, so prop styling, a little food styling mixed in, which has led me on lots of adventures, which I'm sure we'll get into, Um, and then interiors as well. Um, It was probably when I was about eight years old, I fell into watching the Oscars, ironically, uh, one night, and just out of curiosity and came across some people winning awards, again, just average show people, never knew, and um, was captivated by it because I'm like, who are these people? What are they doing? How are they getting an Oscar and an award when they're not a popular actor at that time? And as I dived in deeper and kind of grew up, I realized that there are costume designers and set designers and realized that there's, oh, there's a whole industry in this. Um, that kind of really sparked my imagination and creativity. Um, and so through cool. that process, I uh, learned a little bit more about the fashion industry and fell into um, going to the fashion design school out in L.A. Uh, one thing led to another, some adventures in between, and just kind of grew into becoming into the styling world. Wow. Did you go to FITM? I did. I went to FITM. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out to FITM, yeah. Los Angeles, my <laughs> hometown. DM. Well, um, so when you when you started getting into design, like, did it throw you back to not only the Oscars, but were you always designing beautiful spaces and making things pretty around your house and food and like, did does that ring a bell to you or? Yeah, for sure. I think again at that same young age, uh, I would say about six to eight. Um, always creative, always drawing, always painting something. Um, I really was blessed because I had some grandparents that saw the solid gold in me. Mm. And early on, a uh, grandfather that would 
take me down to Ace Hardware and buy paints to do murals in his house and on his walls with no oh, amazing. expectations or anything. Just like, hey, just let it happen. And then a grandmother on the other side that um, immigration grandmother from Greece and she would just grab scraps of fabric and things around her home just to inspire and just to make something beautiful and um, it's just wild to see what those traits off the bat from being yeah. young grew into I am doing now so yeah really always creating always making especially yeah. as a creative it comes in your hearts and in, in, engraved in you you could say yeah sure what inspires you regularly mm, inspires me regularly I would say people I think, especially even now after COVID, we've all went through a rest time and been sure. through it, growing through it, maybe still be in, are in it. Um, but there's such a, a captivating renaissance that's happening, especially with creatives mm. of um, making things and makers and artisans and what whatever it may be within the area or your area, whoever's listening. But um, for me, it's people, seeing people's creativity, seeing how their brain works and the places they're making things and how they're making things. Mm. And to me, it's that's inspiring the most. Yeah. Tell me more about the creative renaissance that you're seeing. Are you seeing just um, obscure artists kind of coming to the forefront? Or like, can you tell me more about that and drill deeper on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I can definitely explain from my walk, right? So 2020, we've all been it. Again, we've been through it. We, we stuck through it. We, we Some of us survived out of it. Like, we are in it. We went through it. But um, it's a really time for shaping and molding, I think, perspective of who mm. you are, what do you want to do, especially as a creative. I think for myself as styling in the industry, I, I went through this walk of get a good job, get a good career, building up that mountain into – the creative world in the industry to make my name known. Um, and I feel like once you get to that mountaintop, you're like, what's next? And 2020 kind of, I think, took a lot of people off their platform. Mm. And it was like, really, what are you doing? Who sure. are you serving and how are you doing it? And I think a lot of people with, especially the Northeast, New York, Connecticut, Boston, wherever, wherever you may live, um, has been a kind of shift. So a lot of creatives I worked with within the industry are now starting side businesses or side hustles or new endeavors or opening up businesses or developing products, you know, so there is a renaissance, I feel like, and I've seen it um, happening. I think people are kind of stepping into their true calling. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I could say for myself. I'm like, okay, okay, Lord, what's next? Um, just that shaping, that molding and that growing in this new season. Yeah. It's really beautiful to see. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds amazing. I would definitely say in so many urban environments, you're seeing people diversify their creativity. And, um, and with the pandemic, everyone has had to pivot. It was a brand new starting point for, for so many people. So, so with that being said, you, you know, in the entertainment world and being a set designer and a prop stylist and a food stylist, that industry halted during the pandemic. And so you kind of found yourself rebuilding the foundation. You were already known and people in your industry were already calling on you, but you found yourself in a really lucrative place in a time when so many people kind of their jobs and their businesses were halted. You were halted as well, but you were able to you were able to figure that season out really well. Can you expound on that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. It's um it's funny cuz again, all glory to God. It's it's not by me, but it's on him cuz I can't make this up. I can't make up the process we've all been through. And again, we've all have our stories through the last few years of how it's been shaping us, but um 
during that time, the pandemic, there was actually a book I wrote, uh, read was from Dave Brooks of Second Mountain, and it talked on the same essence what we've been talking about mm. of we go through life to get to that top of the mountain. And we once you get to the top, then what's next? And again, like we said, COVID kind of shifted that. So for me, it was kind of going back through the valley again and just really figuring out like, what do I want to do? How do I want to do it? And who am I serving? Um, and really kind of taking that time to really kind of dissect a little bit more of what does the next few years look like um, once we're out of it and now we're in it and what's happening now? What's happening now a couple years after the pandemic to even, let's say, five years from this point today, yeah. us talking. Um, and through that kind of dissecting and growing, kind of really internally looking at one, just a lot of prayer, two, of what's called in my life, what what I feel like God's placing me in, positioning me. Um, it, it shifted my perspective in a way that um, – made me develop other businesses. So in that time during COVID, like you said, Des, my, my industry shut down. It completely was was no more for at least a good nine months or more, depending on what you did and within the industry, whether movies or print or catalog stuff or digital stuff. And um, for me, I knew I loved what I did, I do. And I had a storage unit full of props. I had all these items. And I knew at this point up to that, 2020, I was serving myself. I wasn't serving anybody, but knew that hunger to serve my community and do things more outside of my realm um, was there. And instead of just waiting for things to develop and work out of the system of like, what does this look like? I kind of took a leap of faith and just dived head first. And through that process, I developed a company called Anchor and Fade, which is an event styling company doing pop-up dinner parties and small gatherings around my local community. Very cool. Um, yeah, and went from there. So it, it's always, a, as a creative, things are always changing and morphing and growing. But um yeah, it does. Now I'm doing event styling. Right. So, so right. props, the, again, many hats. So, um, but yeah, anchor and fade. How does your faith play a role in your creativity? So if you're on set, let's say, and you're, you're curating a look for, let's say, a new restaurateur in the area or, um, or even an interior project, how does your faith inspire your creativity or play a role in your creativity? Um, my faith is everything. I think as a creative, if you're not having faith as your backbone or your foundation, um, you're just spinning your wheels. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, um, the faith is the conduit to God, your God-given talents, and the talents are the tools to get you there. I really feel faith is um, a constant trial of trusting God, and um, especially as an entrepreneur and a freelancer within a a creative industry, yeah. Um, you're always tested. You're always transitioning from one place to the next of like, how am I going to get this client? Am I going to do this job? Am I going to have enough money in my account? Is all these life things can come at you. And if you don't have that faith, it's your foundation. Um, again, you're just spinning your wheels. And for me, faith has um, been a lot of up and downs in life, but that has been something that I've been very strongly on, mm. which is, is, is wild to see what God does in your life as things progress, especially within the creative realm. Yeah. I, something that I love so much about you is your humility. 
you're always so humble and so lowly about what you're able to put your hand to. And you, you've done extraordinary things and extraordinary work and you're, and you're just so quietly humble. I love that so much about you. Um, and so you would never tell anybody this, but I have to bring it up because our audience will be so excited and floored to hear you were on a reality show. (laughs) It was. And on this reality show, you were able to showcase your gifts and talents to the world. Can you tell us what that was like for you? And did I mean, did you form any lifelong friendships or just tell us about what that what that kind of experience was like? Yeah, for sure. I reality TV, um, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> by yeah, any right. Means. Um, listen for all that glory to God because I to this day I'm like how did I end up on there what do I do um maybe that's just the humbleness talking but um it was a very different exciting nerve-wracking experience in all the good ways um it really shaped and molded me in a way that again coming from behind the scenes I am in the production world I do things on set and I do things in the shadows, you could say, to then getting the opportunity to step forward and be seen, be heard, be valued for the talents and skill sets I feel like God has given me, um, and show it to the world. Like you said, it has been a really great reward and a, a definitely shifting into this new season. Um, never a dull moment when you're on reality TV. There's always multiple cameras looking at your face and really great like, relationships built, uh, but it's it was fun. It was a wild ride to step into, experiment, and not to give out too many tricks of the trade. Sure, um, sure. You must watch it. It's um, Amazing Grays, and it's on Discovery Channel, I believe, right now. But um, again, it might have been a cable network, and the three people watched it. But to me, it was definitely a shaping and a God moment, for sure. So it's called Amazing Grays? Amazing Grays. So it was um, a food styling competition show. Um, again, fell into food styling on top of it as another little hat I wear and um, it was a graze and charcuterie competition that took six people from all over the U.S. and competed to win a trip to Italy and you would have to just watch it to find out what happens but (laughs) (laughs) it was amazing graze discovery cable tv yeah and discovery plus channel on on demand on demand incredible I can't wait to see it I love that so are you are you working on any new projects? Are you working on anything that um, is really inspiring you right now? What are you putting your hand to in this current season? Yeah, I think it, for this current season, it is a time for me to step back a little bit. You know, I've been in the industry for almost 15 years, serving other people, serving big brands, and really sewing back into the community has been in my heart and kind of that shifting. So small dinner parties, pop-up events, local curation, working with other creatives and other small businesses um, is a big pillar right now leading into this next season's next few years or whatever God places me. Um, And with that is also in the next few months uh, launching a retail shop, a candle shop in central New York, Syracuse area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, And it's, again, based around gathering Small, so we'll do workshops, we'll do small, small gatherings, um, make your own candle, cultivating community within the central New York area and beyond. Who knows? But um, <laughs> many things. We'll only yeah, have right? to do a part two for the many other things that will happen and develop, but always creating. Yeah, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Well, can you tell the audience some premier brands that you've worked with? Yeah, for sure. I've done a lot of um, retail companies, 
similar to like Big Lots is one, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, also do a lot with magazines like Marie Claire, Esquire, um, a lot of mom and pop companies in between, um, product brands like Bud Light, um, the list goes on. It's been a long journey, but um, listen, it could always change. Someone that I've never worked with could call me tomorrow, so it's never a dull moment. It's that always striving and, and working and doing work in your craft to, to build to the next. So um, being a creative freelance stylist is not for the faint of heart by right, any right. means, um, but it really pushes you to trial of faith of what's next and um, trusting that you know, jobs will come in. You, mm-hmm. you can c- constantly just stay stay in your lane and do what you do best. And that's something I've really stepped up on as a pillar for what I do and believe in as a creative. So, um, yeah. That's great. If there's anybody listening that feels led to become a prop stylist or a food stylist, or maybe there's someone that's listening, you know, living at home with their parents and it's been their dream to go to, you know, a fashion institute for schooling or, I mean, what would you, what advice would you give someone that wants to follow in your footsteps? What would, what would you say first steps would be? Um, Any advice that you would give? I would say if someone was interested, who's listening, that's interested in becoming a stylist or jumping into the production world, whether that's video, photography, styling, um, get humble. Get, mm. get your heart right because it is a people's business by all means. Um, it's all who you know, what you know, and how you do it. Um, it is, you know, your talents can lead you so far, mm. but personality and connection with people is key. Um, you know, when I first moved to the city, uh, two suitcases and a Greyhound bus <laughs> to the hood of Brooklyn way back when I didn't know anybody and I remember before the influencers and social media was a thing but it wasn't as heightened as it is now um there was no TikTok there was no other big following you could get um I just sat at a kitchen table and cold called and looked through magazines and tried to find contact information and emailed wow. everybody um and just built up one thing after another did workshops did things around the area that I could just connect and be in the room and meet people um, and that's just kind of how you get your foot in the door. Just grow, meet people, connect. Um, if you are a good person, if you're eager and hungry to learn and grow and stay humble, um, sky's the limit. N- nothing can hold you back. And I really feel like it just, just do it. Leap before you look kind of thing. And, <laughs> I and love just that. see Leap what happens. You look. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, how can people get in touch with you and where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me at Ashley Nom on Instagram or also at Anchor and Fade um, on Instagram as well to see dinner parties and events, pop-ups, and then my production works on my, through my name. Okay, through Ashley Nom. Yep. And that's N-A-U-M, yes. Ashley <laughs> Nom. Well, I have five rapid-fire questions. Yep. Are you up for them? Ready. Ready. All right. What is your best tip for making the world a better place? And for you, obviously, making the world a more beautiful place. Mm. I would say it's simple. Be kind. Always be kind. Um, even if you're having a bad day, you never know. You might be an answer to somebody's prayer mm. at all. And and it's just, I think we at times can waste being present because of our own feelings. And you can't ride through life on your feelings. So I think just embrace it. Deal with it. Push through it. Um, tomorrow, the seasons will always change. But kindness lives forever. That's great. I love that. So what is the best compliment you've ever received? Hmm. 
I would say, I don't know about compliment, but something I kind of hold on is like my my stepping stone is you are enough. And and I think also my experience, one thing that I grew from being on a random reality TV show, um, you are enough exactly how you are in this moment, in this present time. Um, You don't need to fluff it. You know, when I did the reality TV show, I was called a week before I flew out to Tennessee to film. And so clearly within five days to figure out what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, what I need to do, get clothing and go. I clearly had no time to lose weight, <laughs> do my do my hair, get myself perfected, and then jump to it on a national TV show. You do it, you just gotta do it. That's great advice. You are enough. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I would say going back to what I mentioned before is um, take a leap even if you're not looking. I feel that um, as a collective, we're always waiting for the person in front of us to take the first leap. And for me, especially my walk and as a creative, it's you just got to jump and do it and figure it out. It will work itself out as you progress. And I think that's the biggest thing through life is um, we always kind of analyze things, right? Like we need to get things lined up perfect before we take a leap, whether that's small business or whether it's writing a song or doing a podcast or buying a home, whatever it may be and and look like in your world is um, just do it. Take that leap and the rest will follow. Have that faith foundation like we talked about earlier. Um, Everything will will come in. You just got to take the action to pursue. That's great. That's great. A couple more questions. Okay. Ready. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping me on my toes. (laughs) What If you could write your headstone, what would you say on it? Um... (laughs) <laughs> the first thing I could think of is like she was here <laughs> but I don't know if that would be it um I would say maybe that is it <laughs> she was here. she was here I think just gratitude I, I think I would love at the end of my life whenever God calls me home is um she did good and and did everything needed and just being gratitude and just all glory to God in everything you do. And um, yes and amen. Amazing. Favorite food? Mm, that's a tough one because I'm such a foodie. Um, tacos. Tacos. I learned through the p- pandemic, listen, when everything was shut down, you only could get so many groceries that you could live off tacos for three, <laughs> three years. So true. Change it up. But yeah, tacos. The Californian in, in me is saying, absolutely, yeah. tacos all day, every day. Exactly. Could do chicken, could do beef, could do anything. Carnitas. Yes, well, yes. The list goes on. Well, thank you so much for being here. Everybody, Ashley Nam, our friend, set designer, prop stylist, food stylist, and beyond. Thank you for being here. You can find her at Ashley Nam. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-N-A-U-M or Anchor and Fade. And um, yep, we just wanted to introduce you to somebody that we love who is so creative and inspiring. Hopefully this interview inspires you as much as it does us. And we are grateful for all of you listeners. We wouldn't be able to, to do what we do if it wasn't for you. So share with your friends and um, like in our profile, Wonder Lab, and we will see you later. Talk soon. <laughs>